Ellery, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. You know what? I'm doing good. Um, where um, so it, it is a, it's a strange times. I'd say you know, like I'm I'm really strange and weird and and yeah. A, a, a lot of stuff are going on, but you know, like there's um, the, the 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 era in which we're sitting is 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 weird. You know, um, I was talking to my wife about how much we're losing track of time for the past two years. You know, like it's mm. it really is hard to figure out what years, what what year, whatever happened. You know, like it's it's so bizarre. You know, like it, it just like the twilight zone of that twenty four months. Where we just got lost, you know, like it's just like, was this in 2019? What the, you know? And so there's a lot of that going on. And so there, my first question is pretty much like, where are you located in that plan on this big shiny planet? And as much as well of how are you with the pandemic going? Well, I'm in Connecticut, in the United States, and I happen to have a I live on the beach. So I have actually, I mean, don't hate me for saying this, but I love the pandemic because I got to stay home, look at the water, take walks, you know, my no life. No tourists. Yeah. My life was very, always rushing, 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 rushing. And it was like, I could breathe, you know, I didn't have to go anywhere. And it was like, this is a good life. You know, like I really got in touch with, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I still have to go to the office sometimes, but I, I mean, it's like, wait, shoes, you know, like yeah. what shoes? Do I, have? <laughs> I'm like, pants? I don't even have pants? shoes. Do I even have shoes? You know? Like, That's what I mean by losing track of time. You're like shoes, pants. So what the hell? I used to wear clothes, like not my, you know, my sneakers. I either wore sneakers. That's what we call them, sneakers or flip flops. Yeah, it's like shoes are like. And then, I mean, what kind of socks do you wear with real shoes? I mean, it was really took a while the first time. I, had to go I know, out. I know, and and on top of. um I'm nothing of an agoraphobe, yeah. but since that shit hit the fan, when there's too much people, I there's it's not freaking out, but I feel it. Yeah, yeah, there, well, there, yeah, yeah. I mean, I forget, I forget, because I'm just like here, and when I go out and I see people in masks, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. I forget, I forget. And then I'm like, wow, those are, I call them masks. There's mask people. And then there's people like me. Like I wear it when I have to, but I don't, I just don't wear it. I don't like it. So it's like, I wonder, you know, like, do the mask people have less COVID than the other people? That's what I would like to know. I doubt anybody's doing that study, but you know, there's some people that are so terrified. Yeah. And that's like, after the first few months, I just said, I got to live my life. I can't have that stress, you know? How did the state of Connecticut uh, behave with with COVID? You know, like we, we've seen kind of both, pretty much both sides. You know, like we're we're my my boss is a guy from New York, and he, he's asking why I still live in a socialist state. You know, like because if I live in Quebec, you know, like so just like running joke with between me and my manager. But um, 
how has Connecticut, because, you know, like the U.S. has pretty much behaved um, like on the two swings, right? You know, like you saw Cali going just nuts on, on you know, like the, the confinement and all that. Last time I, I saw what, you know, like the measure were, were really, really tight. Um, and, and then you saw Florida, which were really laxed on it. And, you know, how was Connecticut with it? Well, we were one of the early ones to get it. So, I mean, we had the lockdown and then, you know, no one even had masks. And then that it was masks. And now it's kind of by town. Like if I go hmm. to a gym in one town, you have to wear your mask. Um, they're kind of more, they're more, a little more relaxed. Like I take mine off in a spinning class so no one can see <laughs> and no one comes and yells at me, which they were doing at the beginning, but other towns, you don't even have to wear it. Some people wear it anyway, but it, it's really by town now. Um, wow. and I think it's, it's by person. There are some people, you know, like I have a friend, she's a nursery school teacher and she just said they weren't going to, for the first time in two years, not have to wear masks. So I was like, congratulations. So I told this other woman who was taking care of my mom and she was like, they're all going to die. <laughs> she was like, that's terrible. They're all going to die. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like it's that's so people, crazy. I think, I think it's really whatever your belief system is, you know? Yes. And, and, you know, one of the, it's funny, I was talking with a, a medical doctor last week about, you know, like from day one, um, and I was actually arguing with my father about this this weekend, but, you know, like at, from day one, I was worried about will uh, mental health decline outweigh mm. the measures and the confinement and the restrictions that we impose populations. Um and if at some point someone at least sits down and looks at that, you know, like the, 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 there is definitely something around that, you know, like, and, uh, that, that doctor, which I, I talked to last week, she's like, and, and she was not trying to be a conspirationist or, you know, like whatever, you know, like, and, or an anti-vaxxer or whatever. She mm -hmm. was just saying from, from the past two years, I haven't heard or seen someone dying from COVID. But I've heard of eight suicide that shouldn't have happened. Wow. And and um it just confirmed something that was that that is haunting me. You know, like there is something yeah. about that that I think always about. You know, like are we are and, and we're 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 hearing a lot about, you know, like kind of the laxing of those strict rules right now, you know, like as well in Quebec. Um, but at the same time there there's there's a side of me that's just like well you know like as anyone sat down and looked at this you know like looked at is there you know like uh, you know like are we are we um sacrificing some of the mental health state of some people for um a cold you know like i don't want to yeah. minimize it but you know like at the end of the day it's a fucking cold you know like so right yeah <clears throat> and i think it's caused divisiveness you know big time Big like time. my sister just said, um, you know, we have a holiday coming up. Well, you have to be vaccinated, boosted, and get your test before you can come. Well, I'm not getting the booster. So I guess I'm not going, you know? Yeah. And um, okay. But that's their belief system. You know, that's yeah. what they feel they have to do. So I've I've just I've just become an observer. I'm not gonna argue with people. 
I've seen both sides, you know, yep. I don't know. I just, I think it's interesting. I just make it interesting rather than who's wrong and, and who's right. Who I don't and, know. You know, the fact that, you know, like you just mentioned that, you know, like you're not taking the booster means that you did your share, you know, like that, you know, like you're, you did your share, you know, like, so there's a point where, and, you know, like I was saying that, you know, like I was arguing with my dad, which was kind of a, my father was laughing about it because it's like, you know, he's a, he's a widow, you know, like from for, for a year now, a bit more than a year. And, you know, like he, he needs like, you know, like he wants to have those like strong and tough conversation with me because, yeah. you know, like he's kind of missing that. Yeah. And, um, and so he loved arguing about this and, you know, like we had that, that big thing going with the convoy of truckers, you know, like blocking the parliament and all that, you know, like there was a lot of stuff, uh, recently around, you know, like people being just freaking fed up about it, you know, like, and, um, and so my father was just like anxiously, impatiently waiting for me on Saturday morning with my son. He's like, uh, so what do you think of the convoy? You know, like, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> really? You want to get on the, in the ring with me with that? You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree. You know, like, I'm like, okay, but okay, we're going to have some fun. But it is, um, this is kind of the light version of it. You know, like we're seeing the uh as you said you know like the divisive and 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 strong opinionated version of it which is almost violent you know like you see family um fractions in families and and fraction and uh friendships you know um mm -hmm. and this again you know like is is something that um not worries me but you know i do think a lot about this you know like there's um where is it enough? You know, like I, I don't have the answer to the question, but you know, like, and I wonder if anyone is asking this question, you know, it, it, you know, but you know, you know what I compared it to and you're in Canada, but when we had the election, you know, um, mm -hmm. Trump versus Biden, it was the same thing, just a different topic, you yep. know, like if you were for Trump I and mean, you, I mean, they wouldn't talk to you. I mean, you, you know, it was just, it was, it was almost the same thing. So it's just a different, like, yeah. Topic. Conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same divisiveness. And it's like, really? Because someone doesn't believe that you're a bad person. I mean, it's, I just watch it and I'm fascinated by it in a sad way. You know, we're all it is. humans, and, and we're all you, humans you, you know, you're right, Hillary, you know, like there's, there's, there's something about, you know, like when, when it's, such a binary opinion you know like there's no shades of gray in there no you know like so so if if you if if you if you share and 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 party and in, into the conversation that you know like well trump you know like maybe weird but you know like there's some opinions or 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 you know like that there's stuff that i don't disagree necessarily with you know i can all of a sudden you're just a fucking fascist and you know, like you're, you're, you're definitely, you know, like there's, there's yeah. really is something around. Um, so I guess you're listening to Alex Jones. I'm like, no, what the fuck are you talking? About? That's what we have here. I guess you're watching Fox news or something. It's yeah. Like, I don't even watch TV cause I can't stand to watch it. So I don't watch the news. It's depressing. You know, Scary. so, yeah. Are you are you against the mask? So I guess you're an anti-vaxxer then. I'm like, no, you know, like that. No, that's not what yeah. I'm saying. And yeah. you know, like, are, you know, like, 
can we keep a bit of the right to question and challenge things? I mean, like, please, that, you know, like there's, yeah. it's a freedom. It is, you know, like some of the fundamentals, freedom, you know, like to, to have are allowed to be allowed to question. Yeah. I just, I just want to ask a question here. You know, like that's, that's it. You know, <laughs> please. All right. Um, back to regular programming. You know, like it's, it's kind of my running joke, you know, like every, for the past eight, nine months, you know, like I've been asking that question because for me it, it is, um, this is crazy times. You know, like it is, mm -hmm. it is unique, crazy. And, and I see my six year old growing into that, you know, like, and, and it, you know, like you, you have, no other way but to worry if you, you know like you if you have just a sense of or the shadow of a brain you know like you you cannot not kind of worry about it you know like so yeah. that's why i ask those questions because i i you know i i want to be sure that you know like a, you know you could have you could have told me that you know connecticut is just so much not into that that you know like I, maybe i would have moved to connecticut but you know god knows uh <laughs> Depends which town and who your neighbors are. <laughs> um, as I do pretty much on every episode, you know, like I ask my guests to rewind the the kind of the cassette tape of their life story, and you know, like I I, I I'm I'm gonna ask you, Brittany, to um, Hillary, sorry, but to bring me back to um, some of the early memories that you got that defined you, or you know, like that uh, that I said that. Uh, that has have, uh, had an impact on your life. You know, like um, when I talk to addicts, you know, like it's either their own first use or, or it is um, like the, the good old drunken uncle that, you know, like has made an impact on them. Right. You know, like mm -hmm. the, the funny guy that, you know, like tried backflipping and knocked his head off or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, so wh where would you bring me back to? Well, okay, so it sounds crazy, but when I was very, very little, because I, I know this is where I made some decisions about life, right? Yep. I thought I was going to this concert with my sister. It was little. I was like two, and I was really excited, and I go to get into the car, and they said, oh, no, no, you wait here. We're coming. We're just going to get milk. We'll come back for you. Fine. They go. Of course, they went to see it. I wasn't going. I was never going. I thought I was going. And so I was upset. I go into my mother crying and she says, don't be upset. Just don't be upset. Stop crying. Okay. So that's where I decided there was something wrong with me that I'm not supposed to be upset and I am upset. So I decide I can't be myself. That's what I decided. Now, I've done a lot of work since then. And, you know, there are other incidents where you make decisions. You don't know you made them, but the life life alters, right? Well, if I can't be myself, that's kind of, that's kind of sad, right? Who yeah. am I supposed to be? I tried everybody, you know, like, who am I supposed to be? That's where I became people-pleasing and good and had to be good at everything and all that because I couldn't be myself. So, I, you know, you, then you try to make up something else. So, so anyway, so you become I, a chameleon by, you know, like from that yeah. day on, you kind of become a chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was good. Didn't speak up, you know, and then there were other things that happened and, you know, you make decisions, but, um, I been doing some work. I've done a lot of like transformational programs and, you know, where you, you know, you kind of peel the onion of with all these decisions that yep. you've made, which, 
you know, you end up living in a very small box because your brain says, don't do that. Remember what happened last time and don't do that, you know, and remember you got excited and then you got, you know, you were disappointed. So, you know, so then anything that happens, you know, if I get my hopes up, I'm going to the concert and it doesn't happen. It's like, see, you're stupid. You shouldn't have been expecting that. You know what people do, you know, like, so, so I just, so I've been doing a lot of transformational work and I just did some other work, which is deconstructing the ego. And you look at, you know, certain decisions that were made where your kind of ego was born. And, you know, your ego is a very destructive force trying to keep you safe, right? So when I was doing this work, you know, we were looking at the two-year-old thing and I was like, well, I can't be myself. And she's like, no, your mother didn't say that. She just said, don't be upset. That's what mother's saying. She never said, don't be your, you can't be yourself. Well, I was blaming her for 60 years. Punishing her. I mean, in my own way, like mad all the time. And, you know, I'm like, she never said that. That's what my little brain made up that I can't be myself. I can, I can. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy, but that's the way our brain works. So, you know, when I say, you know, when we were talking earlier, you know, I wasn't an addict per se, but I, I didn't want to feel those feelings. Now, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Gabor Mate? Mm, no. He, he, I don't know where I heard him. I heard him on some podcast. And what he says is that sensitive children, like I was very sensitive. I took things, I got hurt a lot, you know, by things. So he says sensitive children become the addicts. Because they were told, you know, don't be mad, you know, don't be upset, don't be this, don't be that. So they can't be who they are. And when they numb it, it's the first time they feel good. They don't have those sad feelings or they don't have those uncomfortable feelings. And when I was reading that, I was like, wow, yeah, that makes sense. Because I I would take things very personally and... um I and I wasn't supposed to be upset. <laughs> yeah. So what do I do with it? Oh, I'll eat some more chips and nachos, or you know, have a margarita. I'll, that'll and then, and then I wouldn't think about it, you know, or whatever. That was my way of numbing, you know. In terms of your upbringing, I mean, like, like so. Yeah. So I'm guessing that from that point on of that ev- event that happened at two. It, so school started and, you know, like creating friendships and, you know, I like kind of, you know, like the usual and, and, you know, like it, it's a question that I do ask a lot of my, um, addicts friends, but you know, like the, the second relation that you have with authority, you know, like outside your par- parent is, um, school, school teachers, right. Teacher, you know, like, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm guessing that your relation with them was, um, like that, the, the, you know, like just the follow through of what happened when you were two. Well, I, I was a very good student. Pleasing. Yes. Yeah. Did everything they said. I didn't want anyone to yell at me. You know, I didn't, that was another thing. I avoided being criticized or yelled at or anything. So I had to be good. I didn't speak up. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, and it, has it affected my relationships? Oh, Yes. Oh, with yeah. friendship as well, right? As a yeah, kid, like, I mean, you know, like because um, like a doormat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know? and a doormat, and at the same time, I'm guessing that you weren't the first one 
to raise their hand or you know like to, 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 to you know to to you know like front stage and trying to be like the the star of the show or hmm that's a good question well i was a good student so i would like that was how i compensated was by being good at things yep. so i was good at things was I way out there? No, probably not, because I didn't want to stand out. Exactly, too far. you didn't yeah. want to, you know. Like, so I would go out so far. <clears throat> yeah, but I was afraid. You know, I didn't. I cared about what people thought. You know, so I had a, I had a, yeah, stay in the mix. I wouldn't go yeah, too exactly. far. Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you know, like, you, you, if if we'd ask people, like much later, hey, what about Hillary? They would say, mm, I don't know. You know, like she. She was doing her thing. She was good at class, but you know, like the, you weren't the well, brat for the. I was liked because yeah, I was no doubt, no it. doubt. But but no, no, I but, wasn't mean, you know. Like no, I exactly. was never mean. Yeah. No, no. But what I mean by that, Hillary, is that you know, like sometimes you know, like I remember some of the kind of outstanding characters, right? You know, like in class, and you know, yeah. I, you know, like for for elementary school and then high school, um, and I was no way one of these guys like i was good at class as well but you know like the less you talked about me the better i was you know like so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't want people to talk about you know like hey alex and like, no don't and same for orals for example you know like i, I didn't want to be you know like i even though i was good at that you know like i i, I didn't want to make like a I wasn't much of a clown. Um, you didn't yeah, want no. to be noticed? Did you not want not to be really. noticed? Yeah, yeah, not really. And I was so fucking shy. You know, like, oh. you know, like, yeah, I'm like, so shy. You know, like, it's uh, looking back, you know, like, the, this is probably what, you know, like, mortified, you know, like, just scared shitless of, you know, like, like the um, opposite sex, for example, you know, like, just fuck, you know, like, it was. <laughs> oh, pretty much you know, like it's so weird because when i when you know when i grew up i i some people would tell me oh but this girl this girl this girl we're all falling for you i was like what no you know like, and you know like mm. i've never never seen the signs never you know like i wasn't you know like i wasn't like an ugly kid or you know like there was nothing that you know kind of the opposite you know like i was like a good looking kid and a bit of a dork though but you know like just like yeah you know so and, what was uh, your conversation or you just didn't notice them i would just... fall in love like with everyone right you know like you know like every girl at school i would be just like yeah. uh you know and yeah. and it's so funny because when i was a teenager i had a f good friend of mine and uh, i remember we would go in clubs and um yeah, you know, like it, for me, this is the best of, you know, like the, the best way to kind of, um, you know, um, say that in as few words as possible. But, you know, like I would tell him, can you imagine the worst that could happen would be that, you know, she says no. And he said, what? The worst that could happen is that if she says no, I don't fucking care. Next. And for me, it would crush me. Mm. For him, it was just like, okay good next so for me it was really the worst and for him just like okay you know like let's move on yeah and um yeah and 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 so you know like you 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 
you go through like a couple of rejections where you know like you, you become like the best friend and you know like you don't want that you know because you're really falling for we're talking about teenagers right you know mm-hmm. like so yeah but all that to say that you know like i wanted i didn't want to be um you know like the kind of the i, I didn't want to be on stage you know like i just wanted to be a bit you know apart so what were your um education aspiration at that time you know like you like you go into high school and then what was your aspiration for college yeah so i went to high school and then i went to i went to an ivy league you know ivy league and i went to um and i was there uh university of pennsylvania i went i got i went to liberal arts and then they had a business school there so i transferred in because i didn't like writing papers so it happened to be one of the best business schools in the country. So it was kind of a good move, kind of for the wrong reason. You know? <laughs> so I graduated from there and I, I went to Washington, D.C. and I, I worked with consulting. I did consulting. We got to go to Germany. That was fun. And then I ended up going on to Wall Street from Washington. to I transferred to New York, went on Wall Street, and that was fun. Um, so I had a good time until I worked for Drexel Burnham. Do, are you too young to... I've heard of them, mm. junk bonds. Anyway, no. they were a big company. We had a ball there. It was just a really fun time. And then they went bankrupt one day. So Bank. we were all out of jobs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up Are- getting a new, another job, but I never, it was never as much fun as, as Drexel. That was, that was a great time. Yeah. Were, were you still, um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, yes, the answer is yes, but are you still, pleasing people are you still the chameleon you know like kind of you know like fitting in and and because i guess you know like if you go from liberal art to business that's kind of just like it pops in my face how much that's too fucking opposite (laughs) side of personality right you know like you you know like well i was i was interested in it um you know, I didn't do like accounting. I didn't like that. I didn't like economics. I did like the system stuff, which was logical. And because I was good with people, I was a good listener. You know, I never spoke up, never was bad. Yeah. I learned how to talk to them and find out the answers to stuff. So it was, it was good. You know, I used my skills. I was smart and I could, I could listen. They liked me because I never, you know, yeah. I, I never said boo. Who wouldn't yeah. like that? You know, I was just there smiling and and answering and asking questions like they got to talk. So so and I had friends. It wasn't like I was hiding. You know, I had a fun side. Um, I had a fun side. You know, like you have like a way that you have a. You know, like I could be a victim, but I could also be fun. I could also be the life of the party. I could also be very successful because I was smart and I worked hard. So, you know, you have a way to compensate for it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, and, and those are waves, right? You, you don't always feel I don't, maybe out of place is a bit strong, but you know, like you, yeah. you, you don't always feel like that, you know, like you don't yeah. always feel like you're, you put the masks and, you know, like you're just smiling and, you know, doing the, right. the, um, fitting you know like fitting in persona um yeah and you you know like the the people you know are mostly loving and accepting and you know Mm -hmm. caring um 
So, you know, like you can truly be yourself around most of the people, I'd say. Like, there yeah. are, you know, yeah. The, yeah, the one thing, if I really look, where I had a little bit of a problem, <laughs> but I didn't see it at the time, was in my relationships. I think when I was younger, they were okay. But then as I got older, it seemed that the people that I was attracting were not available. And they would lie about it and I would believe them. And, you know, they were either married or in a relationship or, you know, just lying. Um, And I didn't really see it as a pattern until later, you know, and sometimes I still attract that. And I, it's kind of like, oh, what is that? Like, why do I still, you know, and, and I don't know, like, I'm still looking at it, you know, it probably, um, it probably has to do with not speaking up. Like I don't say, "Hey, that's not okay." It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> poor you. you. Know, like I'll put up with it, yeah, because I don't want to let go, or yeah. So that's one way that that whole thing has shown itself. And even in my marriage, you know, he was great when we were engaged. He was like my best friend, and then as soon as we got married, it was like, what happened here? <laughs> Didn't want to talk to me, you know. So it was like, how did I attract that, you know? And yeah. um, so then there's that victim side that goes, well, it's my fault. You know, so yeah, it's like victim versus fine, one or the other, you know? So you get married. Um, yeah. You actually, you, you, I guess you start by getting engaged, but, you know, like, uh, where do you find that guy? You know, like, where, where, you know, like, where do you guys meet? You know, like, is it, you know, with, with that, that, that job and in, in, in business? No, I was taking transformational courses. I don't know if you've ever heard of Landmark. At the time, it was Landmark Education. Then it became Landmark Worldwide. At the time, it was a Landmark Education. And I was doing a lot there because that was the first time where I, it was like I could be myself there. Like I learned how to speak up. I learned that, wow, look at, you know, look at these decisions I've made as a child. And so it was a technology for uncovering those decisions. So I met him there. He was leading seminars and I was um, just like, they call it assisting, but it was volunteering. So that's where I met him. So, you know, he was leading seminars. I thought, wow, this guy's powerful and stuff like that. And, and you know, we're so still I fine. guess you, you so you, what initiated, was it like a, um, a coincidence that you happened to take these courses that made you realize that, you know, because what I was about to ask you, like, so you were already engaged in, in, no, 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 no. I, one of my friend's brothers had taken it. He told her about it. Um, and when she, she kept having relationship problems and he was like, you know, just if you kept having drowning, I would tell you to take swimming lessons. You know, you keep having trouble. So yep. take this course. So after four years, she finally did. And when I saw what happened to her, you know, she, well, this is how she won't listen to this, but she was kind of a righteous bitch. <laughs> and when she came out, she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I haven't been understanding. And I was like, whoa, whatever did this to you, sign me up because I can't believe this. And I just went and signed up. I didn't, I didn't even care what it was. If it could do that to her, you know, she was nice <laughs> and I loved her, but she, you know, she wasn't very compassionate, you know, she was very judgmental. So, so that's why I just, yeah so without knowing really you you engage into um helping yourself yeah without 
really, really knowing. And then you meet that guy. Um, you know, like were were you already discovering that you know, like kind of pleasing everyone side of yourself, or um, no, I don't think so. I think I didn't think. Well, I had made one of the decisions I had made when I was little was that I was unlovable. I didn't know that. Mm. And my parents never, we didn't say love. And so in the first program, you know, they were like, well, some of you are going to have to call your father, your parents. And so my hand went up. You know, my father had said something to me. <laughs> oh God, it seems so crazy now. But so he had said when I, I was, I was like, how old was I about? I was like 32. When I was in my twenties, I, I was down living in Washington. I think I gained five pounds. Anyway, my father said he was ashamed to look at me. And so I decided he was ashamed of me. You know, I, and so, you know, I wasn't that heavy. I mean, really, it was five pounds. It wasn't a lot, but in his, so that was a big thing. So I called him up and I asked him, you know, do you love me? And he was like, of course, you know why are you asking? You know, I said, are you proud of me? He goes, of course. And I was like, Oh, and I, so I told him what he had said and he's like, Oh, Hillary, you know, why are you, you know, why are you holding on to that? La la la. You know? And I was like, well, cause I'm human, I guess. I didn't know at the time, but I was just human. And so, you know, that was a big deal, you know, that, thinking that my father was genuine, which, which again, our brains make it up. Our brains make up the meaning, you know, he just wanted me to be happy. He thought if I lost the weight, like your, your brain extrapolates and elaborates on something, you know, like, and we was think it, it's true. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like, was it a nice thing to say? Fuck no. You know, like, so, you know, like definitely not, you know, like, but at the same time, um, there's definitely right, a gap. He, yeah, because he know, loved me. I mean, that's yeah. what the and there, you know, like, was saying. Gap, Why do you think there, he said it? Because there's he a loved generation you. gap as well. You know, like where where you know, like yeah. where, where I'm guessing, you know, like that. Um, our parents and grandparents had, had much tougher skin than probably we do. You know, like because yeah. you know, like yeah. they could be told. You know, like they could be told stuff that you know, like would probably would crush us. You know. Right. <laughs> uh, at the same time their relation with even themselves and and their own emotions are not the same you know, like the, you know my you know like my, my father is 72 right now yeah 73 this year um and he he just started getting in touch with you know kind of his emotions which is all mixed up right now you know, yeah. so so sometimes he can talk to me, and mm -hmm. be to the verge of crying all the time. I'm like, it's all good, that you know, like, but but you know, yeah. like it's always like right. it's always in shock. You know, like the, the, it's always like, but he'll never. It's it's so funny because you know, like I one of the, the birthday gift I bought him was um some shows of a you know like a folk singer in Quebec that you know like I. My own memory is that we listened to that guy a lot when we were doing some some um, home 
renovation at our um, camp house. Um, and and so for me, when I hear that guy, that guy sing, it makes me think of these weekends that we spend together doing this. You know, like, so mm-hmm. whatever it, it it means for him, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> but he's you know like he's a um, kind of more of a revolutionary folk singer in the 60s and the 50s and and the 70s and and so there, there's definitely something to appreciate that you know like i bought like the whole platinum package you know like we're going to be sitting like right in front and we're, we're going to be we're, we're going to have the backstage passes and we're going to shake the guy's hand and you know like so so you know like it's the old thing and so this weekend uh my, my wife and i were talking about this so like my wife's like hey that's this summer i'm like yeah, yeah. and she's like yeah you should like just pick him up like really early in the morning and get, go have lunch and you know like just enjoy the day with your dad i'm like yeah big time you know like i'm i'm, I'm just gonna do like a road trip because it's a few miles from home so i'm gonna go pick him up early and we're gonna just drive there and you know and, and she's like you should do spa with your father like just like go to the spa and my father is terrorized of, you know, like just a massage, for example, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, that could be good. You know, like just pay for the massage, you know, like <laughs> just to see his reaction. It's like, hey, bring your uh, swim trunks and, in, in, you know, like in, in, in a bag. We're going to go somewhere, dad, you know, like just like just to see his face. And, you know, like, so I paid for an hour and a half massage. Enjoy, you know, like just to see his face. Yeah. And I don't know yet if I want to do this because I don't know what his reaction will be, you know, like, um, but it's just to say that, you know, like I've done this countless times, right? Go to the spa and get a massage and take care of myself. Um, my father doesn't even take a shoulder rub. Mm. He's like, you know, like get, get, get off me, you know, like, yeah. and so it's, it's engraved and, and, and in, in the, as, his most profound roots, you know, like um, you're you're cannot be better served than by yourself, right? You know, like kind of the old uh, proverb. Mm-hmm. Um, my father has this, like, is it? It is the root of everything he is. So you know, like, so he's gonna rub his own back. You know, like, get the fuck out of me. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't he's think not you a, should pay. Did you already pay for him? <laughs> no, I'm not there yet. But but you know, like, so. it's just to say that you know, like, he's, some um, people don't like it. I know people. I mean, I love. I love it. Anyone, and they're like, nope. I'm like, no. Yeah, they just don't like it. You know, yeah. I, I find it odd, but some people don't. Yeah, I know. And so. um, <laughs> getting back to 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 that uh fiance you yeah. meet that guy you fall for him it you know like he becomes kind of your best friend and your best buddy you get engaged and that kind of keeps going until the gays, you people you you two get married what happens next well we had two kids so i was kind of busy with them you know when your kids are little you're busy with them so i kind of just you know it was my dream, right? Get married, have kids. You know, I was a little older, so I was happy, right? Now, I start, I thought, I thought, because I started gaining weight, that was my only problem. All I had to do was lose the weight. So I would lose it, come back, lose it, come back. And then, you know, up until 
that time when I was telling you about when I when I wrote my book, um, well, I wrote my book about it, that when I finally started losing it, I realized I had been numbing myself, telling myself I was happy. I mean, I'm fine, you know? Like, what happened? I don't know. That He made some decision about marriage where... All of a sudden it was his, I was his, I was the fault of everything he couldn't do. And it was just something like some brain pattern he had from when his father, you know, his father left his mother when he was four, couldn't go, you know, couldn't live that, you know, it's all brain patterns. I mean, we've talked about it since, um, you know, he kind of went off and did his own thing with my son who played hockey. I was home with my daughter and I just rationalized it. Well, this is what you got, you know, until again, like I stopped eating and, and numbing myself and realized, wow, I don't, I don't like my life. And, you know, I tried to talk to him. I didn't plan on getting divorced. I didn't want to get divorced, but he, he wouldn't listen. I mean, if I tried to say something, um, he, he would pick on my words. And we would argue about the word I picked instead of ever having the conversation I wanted to have, you know. So there were money issues. He, he, you know, we had different ways of dealing with money. That was one issue. One issue was sex. He didn't want it. That was an issue. And then the other thing was he just basically didn't listen to me and did whatever he wanted. And there was no respect and no, we didn't do anything together. So there, you know, there were those three things I didn't have much to hold on to, you know, and then, um, it was like, you know, now looking back, could I have done something if I was more aware? Maybe, you know, looking back is, what is it? What do you say? Hindsight. Um, you know, maybe I could have dealt with it, but I was either a victim or I was trying to get my own way and, you know, neither way worked. So eventually I just said, I have to, I have to get out of here. And it was after 20 years. Well, it was after 20 years. It wasn't like I gave up early, but and now we, and we used to apologize. Well, I, I wouldn't say give it. Yeah. And I wouldn't say giving up. Right. But, but, yeah. but at the same time, um, was there a, like kind of a side of you that thought that you know like because you talked about you know like thinking that losing weight would solve you know like the the, the how you felt inside? Yeah, was, I thought so, that if that was if I lost weight, I'd be happy. Like that was my only thing. And so, so it was what, an easy fix. It was an easy fix. Way yep. easier than thinking. Oh, I don't like my life. What am I going to do? So that was a way of of not being real dealing with that. I yeah. I had no idea. I was even upset about my life cause I was so numb to it, you know? And, and was, um, was getting a divorce falling into kind of that same category where, you know, like you felt that if you, you know, like if, if you divorced, you'd feel happier after it. Yeah. I mean, the process started before I got divorced. Like I started, you know, I mean, and again, it's all in my, it's all in my, it's all in my book. So I had forgotten who I was because it, it and, and when I, I would join a writing class, I wrote my book and then I joined a writing class and I would read my chapters and they were like, whoa, he was gaslighting you. I never heard that term, but it, he, he, it, it's, 
it's hard to explain, but I ended up feeling like I was crazy. I just felt crazy because he would just, you know, if I would say, Hey, you know, he liked to spend money. I would live. How are you going to pay for that? What do you mean? Like, what's wrong with you? You're always upset. So he would always say, you're always upset about something. You're just the most upset person I know. I am, you know, after a while, it's like, I am. You know, instead of ever dealing with the financial situation, I'm now dealing with, am I just crazy? You know? Yeah. So once I got out and I got to, you know, I did get divorced. I turned my finances around. I mean, I'm set for retirement. He can do whatever he wants. I didn't want to keep borrowing money. I mean, that was terrifying to me. So I did. I turned my finances around. I started feeling good about myself again. Like, I'm not crazy. I can trust myself. You know, so so I was happier. It wasn't just like a panacea. Um, I didn't want to get divorced, you know, but we're still close. You know, we're still a family. We still do stuff. You know, my son was here. So it's, you know, we're still a family. We're just not legally together. I'm not dating him. I mean, there's no romance, but what we're... We've worked it out so that we're yep. very pleasant. And, you know, we have great kids. We did a good job. You know, they've done, you know, this transformational work too. You know, we we can say anything to each other. You know, they blame me for stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then we get over it. So yeah, classic. It, it's great. I mean, I, I, have a great, I have a great life. You know, I can see that. I can see now that I'm blessed. My family was amazing. You know, I still blaming my mother finally, even my father, you know, before he passed away, I, you know, I gave up all that crap about him and forgave, you know, we just got close and, you know, I miss him. It's been five years. I miss him. So I, I can see now I'm not always stuck in the brain. I mean, I have the ego attacks sometimes, but I can see, I can be like in this other world of gratefulness. I can see what I do have. I can practice speaking up. I mean, I'm still a little bit afraid sometimes, but you know, I'm practicing and I I'm doing all these things like the my well my my YouTube and my blog to say, you know, I'm basically a pretty negative person <laughs> and I tried to fix that. I finally said, "You know what? I'm negative. Okay. Hey, I can tell stories. I can tell funny stories. I can entertain people. I can inspire them." Because I'm real and I'll say, hey, you know, like, you know, my husband didn't want sex with me. That was pretty lousy. But maybe someone else's doesn't and they're not talking about it. Yep. You know, like by me talking about it, someone else might say, hey, you know what? I'm going through that, too. Thank you. I don't feel so alone anymore, you know. So I've come a long way. And I think while I didn't want to get divorced, I think. I. I kind of had to save my soul, you know, by doing that. So totally understand. Yeah. Um, so you said that you, you, you had started, um, working on yourself, like even before the divorce, what, what, what are, yeah. what are these steps that you took to, um, you know, to, to really kind of get out of your, of your shell, you know, like, and, 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 you know, um, be confident yeah. and, you know, uh, be yourself. Well, I think 
one of the things like by accident, you know, and I, I, I'm actually writing another book and I'm seeing, I'm putting these steps in it. The first thing was by accident, you know, I was at the hairdressers and she had, she was running late. So she gave me some wine. It was warm wine, but I drank it anyway. And so when she said, how are you? I started crying. She's like, what's going on? And I started saying, you know, Mark doesn't want to have sex with me and and that I was sure it was my fault. But she's like, what? What do you mean it's your fault? So by accidentally blurting out what I was thinking, which I thought was true, she got to say, whoa, 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 this is not your fault. And I'm like, it's not. No, men like sex. You know, like if he doesn't want sex, that's not your problem. And I was like, oh, like that one thing. So like, that's the first thing I would say is get when it's in your head, it seems true and it's running your life. But when you can say it out loud, you can actually look at it, examine it yep, or talk to someone about it. And then I was like, really? So that was like, wow. And then, you know, I was at a lunch with some friends and they, you know, they were talking about all sorts of stuff. And I was like, you know, we don't have the money for that. We're, we have so much debt. Like, I don't want to keep spending, you know, and they were like, whoa. And I again, started crying because I'm a crier. And they were like, well, have you talked to someone? Did you ever think of getting divorced? I was like, no. But it's like, I started talking. So that was the first thing was talking to people and not keeping it in my own head, feeling like I was the only one that felt that way. So that was like the first big thing. And then you know, once I realized, wow, I don't really have a life. You know, the kids were getting older. They didn't need me anymore. I, I I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing things that I enjoy. I started doing like little things like Zumba or uh, what else? I started doing a step class, which was really fun. I was like, wow. I started getting more books out of the library, singing to songs, dancing, you know, and I started doing things that I enjoyed and bringing joy back to my life. So little by little, then I opened up my own bank account. You know, then I was like, started saving money. I didn't have to be a victim to what he was doing. I stopped being a victim. I started taking my power back. I had, you know, we were working and I was kind of resigned about it. And then I met someone who had read this book. It was called Success Principles. And and in it, you set goals and you did affirmations and what was the other thing? Visualizations. And, and so I was like, wow, I used to do all this stuff. Like what the hell happened to me, right? Oh, I was an athlete. I forgot about that. I did a triathlon. You know, so I started doing the things that I had been doing before I got married when I just thought I was crazy and it was all my fault. So I got back to my own joy. I got back to my own self. I remembered I was an athlete. Wow, I was smart. Forgot about that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. whoa, where did that girl go? You know, and again, that's why I wrote the book, because I was like, you know, if this happened to me, it might have happened to someone else. What and, the and heck you- happened, you know? You wrote the book after getting divorced, right? No, I wrote the book uh, while it was all happening. I wrote the book. Uh, it, I wrote the book, and then I was like, what do you do with the book? And then I realized I didn't know how to write. So it took me seven years. I took writing classes, learned how to write, kept reading these chapters. And I wasn't getting divorced yet. I really wasn't. Um, it took me a long time 
it took me a long time. I kept going to lawyers. I went to these, I would go to the free half hours after I had had that lunch with a friend. It took me a while. I went to therapy. I didn't like her. She was talking to me like a victim. Well, I was being a victim, a confused victim. So I was like, thank you. I forgot about that. Fired her. And then, you know, just kept, I don't know. I, I think I went back to the transformational classes and then I kept talking to lawyers and then one lawyer, you know, they were like, well, you can't afford to leave. And so they wanted to charge me, you know, $15,000 for a retainer. I'm like, see ya. So I would keep doing these free half hours until one lawyer was like, hey, you know, he's 65. You could do this. You can do this yourself. And um, so I did. Yeah. And I guess your, your book, did your book go to publishing yeah with with the divorce or yeah no 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 it had nothing to do with the divorce i don't even talk about the divorce in the book until okay. the very end like the last page so so people don't know until the last page that i actually got divorced because wow. it really was about me it was about sure. me sure no doubt getting back to who i was before i got married and kind of forgot I mean, it really was like, wow, I used to be an athlete. Like, you know, I, I had gotten to the point where I didn't remember anything good about myself. And 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 I'm guessing that y your husband at the time must be freaking out seeing you kind of exploding at, you know, like right in front of him. No? Well, he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you putting makeup on to go to the gym? Who? Well. Because they're nice to me. They listen Zumba. to me. Zumba, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, that's what I would go to have fun. I would go to the gym. I knew people there. They were nice to me. I was a person there. I wasn't a problem there like I was at home. I wasn't yeah. this problem. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun and ride. And so um, I, I, I asked that question in, in some of my last question to my guests. Yeah. But I want to ask you right now, what is a daily healthy habit to keep what you found and to keep that, you know, like that, that authenticity and, you know, like that, you know, like being true to yourself and being true to your life and, and you know, in, in your daily life? What is a daily spiritual, mental, physical diet that you need to keep? to always straight stay true to to what you just talked about. Yeah. So I well I work out. I work out every day. So that's just what physical I do. Physical piece. Yep. Yeah. The mental when I wake up I'm in a <laughs> something's wrong, you know. Now if I'm early enough I'll put on a meditation which talks about abundance and our true self. And so that's one way to get back. Like, don't listen to this guy. You know, your brain is not your friend. Don't listen. So that's one thing. If I don't do that, I have, there are calls I get on where they, they're like creative, generative, you know, creating your life instead of the default, you know, so the, the, I, I fill it with that. I take courses. I'm on Zooms with people. I mean, it's not one thing, you know, like if I get stuck, I'll you know, what I've been doing is practicing how to get unstuck. So I'll write or I'll listen to a podcast in the car. I'll listen to anything other than my brain. I think that's really it. Get out of my own brain. 
Um, sometimes, you know, I was doing this thing where you just sit, but I haven't been doing that lately. Um, but it's really to get out of my brain. If I listen to someone else, I'm out of my own brain, you know, Mm -hmm. or I have some friends now that I can talk to, you know, I'll text them. Can you talk or whatever? I I used to, um, I had a coach where (laughs) this is kind of crazy, but when I was really upset, I would call his voicemail. And he never picked it up. So I could, I would, like one time I was upset. I was supposed to go on a trip with my daughter and she said she wasn't going and I'd already paid. And so I, I recorded 10 voicemails, but I kept deleting them. So I would just keep talking and I can't believe it. Delete. And I would just keep going until I got it all out. And then I was like, all right, I could do this. I could do that until I can see a plan until I can see some action I can take besides being in the upset. I just get it out somehow either by writing or talking or something. So yeah, that's probably the best thing. And so um, what is the book called? The book is called the second piece of French toast. It's pink. Um, And yeah, I self published it and it's a memoir. And um, found on Amazon. Yeah. And then I also have a course for anyone else who's stuck. And it's, uh, it's, it's an eight week course. It's called the, it's called getting unstuck with Hillary. And it takes, it's a five minute video and a five minute assignment. And then we have an hour where we get together and I'm telling you, you get unstuck, you know, so you pick whatever area and it's very cool. It, I need to start it again. Cause, cause I get stuck when I'm, when I'm not in it. So I'm going to probably start it in March. Yeah. Well, okay. Hillary, it was, uh, it was awesome talking with you. You know, like it, it's, um, I, I, you make me think that, you know, like th- this is the, the, the objective of, it was not initially, but the objective of that podcast is to, um, talk with as many minds as possible, right? You know, like, mm. and, and to, to discuss with as many minds as possible, because I want to, you know, like I, I, it's pretty ego, ego, egocentric, but you know, like I, I'm doing this for myself first, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it is really about, you know, like expanding my horizon and expanding my, 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 um, my mind to other, you know, like, cause I, I come from, you know, like the, the addiction world, right. Where, you know, like, especially in Quebec, you're like, we're, we're pretty, um, stuck into a bit of a box of the 12 steppers mm-hmm. um as i spoke more and more with people around at least north america and then europe i realized that you know like there were more than one ways where can people could get sober um as as i as i expand the conversation to other as you know like uh, horizons as yours you know like today um it makes me grow myself, you know, like, and I, I, I appreciate that a lot. And, you know, like, I know that my audience do too. And, um, and it was great. You know, like you, you have a phenomenal smile. I can feel through that, that remote conversation that, you know, like you, 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 um, yeah, you, 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 that, that joy that you have is, um, is contagious. Um, you can, you can hear it. You can, you know, you definitely can hear it um, and feel it, you know, like, and, and it, you know, like that, that 
being genuine and authentic is something that you know like you don't have to say you know like hey i'm authentic you know like you you feel it and you know it you know like so yeah so for for all these reasons you know like it was a it was a blast um talking with you uh today hillary um where can people find you they can find me um i have a website getting real with hillary.com and it's Getting Real with Hillary with one L, H-I-L-A-R-Y.com. And on there I have, you know, my blog is on there, my book. Um, you know, if they want to get in touch. Your podcast. My podcast is new. That's called Get Real and Get Free. And actually the first episode is is a guy named John Stack who, um, well, he was an addict, but, the, but he lost his son to a fentanyl poisoning. And that is an incredible, incredible story. That was my first episode. Um, yeah. But he's very inspiring. You know, um, if anybody wants to go hear him, uh, it's just, oh, I can't listen to it without like, <gasps> you know, but no he's doubt. just very real. Yeah. So that's my, my, that's my podcast, Get Real and Get Free. Um, but if you go to the, 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 um, the website and I have a newsletter, you can subscribe to that as well. Um, so I do, you know, I'm always doing stuff and if it can help one person, great, you know, and it's something I enjoy is the writing and, the, you know, just entertaining people, but hopefully inspiring them so that they can learn from my experiences. So, yeah, but thank you, Alex. This has been really fun. Appreciate your great. laid back, laid back vibe. Baby. Yeah. Relax. That's my, yeah, it, it is my, uh, man cave alone time with me moment and you know like i really really enjoy it um and uh yeah it was a blast having a conversation with you having a chat with you and uh for people listening in the description note of the episode you can fire all of the link that um hillary will provide me um so you can find both the books uh the book the and you know you're going to be on the newsletter subscribing to the newsletter to hear about that that second book that she talked about and um and the classes and you know the podcast so um add on to the uh, podcast description you're gonna find all the links there um again hillary it was a pleasure having you on and um i hope you know like there's not much i can wish you but the best you know like that that you know like um when 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 you find truth in your life um I mean, there's no other way, you know, like you, you cannot go, you cannot fake it anymore. You know, like you're, you're, right. you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still have those ego attacks, but it's like, oh crap, there's another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like you, 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 uh, you, you, as, as we mature, we cut the bullshit quicker, you know, like, and yeah. that's the beauty of that. And so I'm going to just uh, wish that you can more quickly cut the bullshit in your life then <laughs> thank you thank well, you know you, Hillary. Of, what, can i just say one thing sometimes yep. when i'm upset like today i went to a friend of mine who had canceled on me and i was like i was really upset and i was you know uh, i said can you just tell me how you work your schedule like why does this happen and he's like oh it's in my head he forgot that he had this airport run you know and i was like Okay. All right. Cause I think I'm really stupid and for even, you know, making a plan with you anymore. And he's like, no, you're very important. I just forgot. So, you know, it's like going back. That's another technique that I didn't mention is checking 
checking it out with the other person who you're upset with to say, tell me how that happened. Cause my brain is going nuts right now and it's yeah. ugly in here. And then I was like, okay, thank you. And then I was free. It was incredible after torturing myself for 48 hours. Right. So that's yeah. another technique I'll throw in for free, Alex. <laughs> thank you, Hillary. I wish thank you the you best. Thank you so much. All Take right. Care. Awesome. Thank bye you. Bye-bye.